Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Welcome, everyone, to the Edge Wise Woman Wellness Talk Show for October. I trust that you've come to the right place and the right time. It's always my intention that today's topic and discussion brings value to you in some way. If you're struggling in any way, I hold faith in the divine working through me, my guest today, and you and your highest good. If this is your first call, welcome. I encourage you to listen to any of the past recordings on your journey of support for you wherever you are on your journey. For first-time listeners, Edgewise Woman Wellness is a service and resource for women in transition, facilitating expanded self-awareness, healing, connection, peace, and meaning, as well as community, connecting and reconnecting you to the true source and the truth of who you really are. The wise woman way is simply tuning in to your feminine nature of turning inward, tuning into the wisdom of your body, mind, spirit, and emotions for guidance on what is true for you. This month, I am thrilled to introduce you to another holistic health practitioner serving women, Amber Weingart. She's a traditional naturopath and bioenergetic practitioner. I am really excited to introduce her to you today in just a moment. She's doing amazing healing work with women and can't wait for you to meet her. Before I bring her on, I'd like to just review our agenda for today. As always, we'll start with a short meditation to just bring ourselves into the present moment. And then I'll bring Amber on and go ahead with our interview and discussion. And then um, we'll talk, we'll kind of end in, in terms of what's come upcoming for Wiseman Wellness and my upcoming shows. And then a way that you can um, reach Amber and myself if you're interested. So let's just begin to bring us all into the present moment, letting go of your day, letting go of anything that's on your mind, allowing yourself to just be here in this moment. I invite you to draw all your attention inward. And if you're comfortable, close your eyes, blocking out any distractions just for this time as we gather today in sacred communion. With your feet on the floor, your knees at a right angle and your back is straight and yet comfortable Let's just draw your awareness within to the sensations in your body. Taking some deep breaths together. Just noticing what's here. Notice any tension or places where you're holding on. And as you become aware of that, you just bring some breath into those spaces 
and give it permission to let go. You bring a willingness to be intimate with whatever is here in this moment. Checking in to see how your body is. Just as a witness and observer, witness and an observer, just noticing. Checking into your heart space, into your emotional space. Where are you today in your, in your emotional space? In your mind, just noticing the thoughts that come and they go. And then just bringing yourself back to the felt sense of your body. Now let's imagine that we're once again sitting around a campfire together, just as we do every month. Regardless of when you listen to this recording, know that you sit in sacred communion with other beautiful, wise women. It is a sacred circle where all voices are heard and honored. We're all as accepted as it is, without needing to change anything within ourselves or each other. This is a circle of inclusion compassion, love, and wisdom. In this show, as I'm talking and Amber and I are talking, um, I still connect with you in spirit. I hear you and see you and trust that I'm guided in the moment to speak in a way that serves your highest good. Thank you for being here and for being you doesn't matter where you are or where you've been. You are a beautiful, magnificent, courageous, and unique expression of divine love. Taking another deep breath together. And now we'll move ahead into the show. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. So I want to introduce Amber, my guest. Amber Weingart is a bioenergetic practitioner and traditional naturopath, as I mentioned. She works with the most advanced bioenergetic techniques in the world. She is on a mission to help people regain their health physically, emotional, and spiritual. Excuse me. She's on a mission to help people regain their health physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in a natural way while incorporating energy medicine. You can hear in my voice, too, that I'm recovering from something this week. So welcome, Amber. I am so, so very excited to have you today. I feel honored to be here. Um, It's been a wonderful um, journey thus far in helping women of all ages and stages with their health. And a lot of what I do is in energy medicine. And so I just feel honored to be able to share with the audience today how there are other ways to heal the body and raise your vibration energetically. So thank you. I'm so excited. Well, for starters, let's just, I was thinking back, Amber, too, to how long I've known you. And um, I just want to say for our listeners, too, 
from the moment that we met, I knew we were kindred spirits on this journey of holistic health. And um, I just have to say that from the get-go, um, when I've met when I met you, it, it, you've always amazed me at how you have, you know, you you set your intentions and your goals, and you move forward with just such methodical. Um, presence about you and you just make your goals come true, your dreams come true, and it's so exciting. Um, so you're just a gift on my journey as well. I want you to know that. Oh, thank you. Well, the feeling is mutual. I've enjoyed our relationship as well because I know that you offer such wisdom and guidance, and I'm so grateful that you are inviting inviting me to be part of this and then also really sharing your voice um, to so many other women in our community. And we know, like, with The Edge and radio, it's not just our own community, but it's the community of women, whether in our state, nation, or worldwide. So thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. So, Amber, why don't you start by sharing with our listeners your story, your story really, of what led you to your work um, as a holistic health practitioner? Well, I actually started as a young girl. My upbringing was in central Minnesota, and I always went to a traditional naturopath whenever we were sick. And my mother worked at the local hospital, which looking back, you know, she would take us to see what we could do preventatively or um, naturally before we would intervene with um, modern medicine. And I didn't realize how amazing that was until I got to college. And in college, when I had friends who were taking supplements because they read an article or watched a commercial or just heard, you know, through the grapevine that that would have been a great supplement for them, they would take it without asking themselves the questions of, is this actually good for me? Can I break this down? Can I transfer the nutrients? And further, can I actually absorb them? All the real questions that one should ask before they start ingesting things. Uh, And so I actually graduated my first degree is in business. I got a four-year degree in business and graduated and worked corporate America for a short stint. And what I realized was a lot of the people I'd worked with were stressed out and not healthy and not taking care of themselves. And I also graduated college at a time when the job market was really unstable. In fact, the first, you know, job I had or career was um, in an advertising agency. And when I was hired within the first three months, the company had downsized and let go of a third of the employees, merged with a company out of New York, I think fired like two thirds of the executive party and got a new CEO. And sure enough, within 10 months, it was my turn. And so um, I just realized that there was a lot of uncertainty um, with certain types of jobs and careers. And, and also it never sang, my heart never sang when I was in that role or in that position. And so I decided to try one more corporate job and quickly realized that that was not where I was meant to be. And so at that time, I decided to really 
look within and figure out, well, what does make my heart sing? What am I excited about? How do I want to contribute to the world? And I, I knew that it was in the healing arts. And so I interviewed probably close to 60 professionals from naturopaths to chiropractors to osteopaths to therapists of all different ranges. And in the end, I narrowed it down to being a traditional naturopath. And so I was very blessed in that I was able to go back to school and study under three traditional naturopaths here in the state. And then in August of 2015, I took the leap of faith and left the wellness center I had been contract working at and started my own wellness center. And it was at that time that I I made a lot of really big life changes because I knew that I had to, you know, if I was really going to move forward, I had to be true to myself. And that meant shedding a lot of what no longer served me and So I moved forward, and in speaking my truth, I rocked a couple of boats, and um, (laughs) some would call it, (laughs) I definitely rocked a couple of boats. (laughs) In fact, if anyone follows astrology that's listening, I'm sure you've heard of what's called a Saturn return. We usually get one around our 30s and a second one around our 60s, give or take a couple of years. And it really is the time where you shed everything that no longer serves you, everything that you don't want to bring forward. And, and so it's, it's rocky. I mean, you, I, looking back now, just being over a year ago, there were a lot, of, um, a lot of lessons I learned, but I really did spread my wings. And I confronted you know, a family on issues that no longer could go unaddressed. And I cut ties and relationships that were no longer healthy. And I owned my faults, but my strengths at the same time. And in the end, you know, I realized that some take it well and some don't, but it's okay because sometimes you have to move um, through like the pain and uncertainty um, to get to where you really want to be. And so my career as a healer has just, oh, it's been amazing. I've grown so much and I just love what I do. My career has brought me so much joy. It's my contribution to the world and it will always continue to be. And it, it excites me. Every day I'm able to work with people of all ages and stages and help them feel empowered as they transform their health and as they celebrate their life. Wow. Wow, wow. That is so cool. Thank you for sharing that. And then I want to touch, I want to come back to a few things that you said that are so powerful and I think so consistent with the message that, um, you know, how we align so much on the message and the, the way that we are in the world with our healing work, right? That we each have mm-hmm. our unique Um But fundamentally, you know, I think I want to just touch on a couple things that you mentioned um, about your journey. And I, again, that I have um, in, some, in some way have communicated to the audience or to the listeners in the past. It's about really... Um, that, you know, out of the mud, you know, the lo- no mud, no lotus, right? That's the, that's the uh, Thich Nhat Hanh's quote, and even has a book mm-hmm. of that. That, you know, like you talked about it getting rocky. And um, that is the power of transition. You, ta- you spoke of that, you know, how, you know, you, mm-hmm. it, through this healing work, you know, the, the healing that you did in, internally, 
um, really, really allowed you to step into something bigger in yourself, like the shedding that we, throughout our life, we shed the things that no longer serve us, as you mentioned. It's so empowering how you faced family, you know, family issues. And you, I remember when I, when I knew you during this time, and you just really just have always just, as things have come up, just faced them directly. And I just really acknowledge you for that. It's really powerful. Thank you. You know, I, I really? think when, when we own our truth, many times, the growing pains are there, and there's a lot of confusion. But further, as you follow your heart, you always have to make sacrifices too, and that's what I've learned is you do make sacrifices because it's always a trade-off for something. But although, um, like in my case, I planned as much as possible because I knew I was going through transitions, but no matter what, no one could have prepared me for all the transitions that happened all at once. And I think when you make that that big shift to to make a change and to to really do things differently, the universe shifts. And sometimes it shifts very quickly, much quicker than you want. And I, I think actually it took probably six months before I felt the dust had really settled. And my body mm-hmm. had stopped shaking. There was so much going on oh. that I really, I truly, my body, I think, shook for six months. <laughs> but but wow. that, it needed that momentum. I feel like that momentum, yeah. though, was just getting started. And so it literally, I think sometimes we physically shake as we emotionally shake and spiritually on all levels. Mm-hmm. It just happens. And mm-hmm. that. Yeah the cells actually shake and transform and vibrate at different levels. And we're going to get into that in a little, a little bit here about how our body has its own vibration. And as we change our, our truth and our, our path, so does our body and so does our life. So I'll be excited to share that here soon. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah, I love it. I just really love that. And because I think it, it does... I think that oftentimes when we're going through transitions, you know, difficult times, those rocky times in our life, we, I think, have a sense that we're alone, that, that we're, we're somehow, that nobody else is going through us, but, you know, go through this but us, or there's something we've done wrong. You know, our culture is so into that sense of, um, of you know, this this rosy picture of what it means to live the American dream. And, and, it, and I think the reality of it is, is that, it's all here to be embraced. It's all, all of mm-hmm. this, this is all normal, <laughs> right? It's mm-hmm. part of the growing process. And I love, even when you said, like, my, your body didn't stop shaking. And I think really what you mentioned, too, that is the body, like, it's literally shedding and the cells are, are, are um, shedding what doesn't, what no longer serves you. And um, even, you know, you think of animals in the wild and how, when they've been through something that was, you know, where they're, they've been in the fight or flight um, mode, you know, and, and out in the wild, and what do they do? The first thing they do is they shake. <laughs> they shake it off. Um, you yeah. know, and I think in our culture we so oftentimes go through difficulties, even little mini or big traumas, and we don't, it's, it gets, and this is, I think you can speak to this probably too in your, with what you do, but how that gets trapped. And I think uh, maybe, Amber, now we can move into a little bit more for, for listeners what it is, you know, what is, bioagen- bio, what is bioenergetics? Um, because I think it does get back, gets down to looking at the energy within the body and how when these things are not shed or not addressed, and it could be stuff, you know, oftentimes it's things from, you know, before conscious awareness, right, as a child, 
where mm-hmm. things that um, happen to us emotionally and then they kind of get trapped in the body because they, they weren't able to be processed effectively depending on what was going on in our environment. And then they just stay in there as blocked energy. Yeah. So anyway, I think yeah. maybe why don't you start talking about what, you know, what is, first of all, um, you can either start with the natural path or the other is whichever one you'd prefer. So I'll let you just go ahead and talk about the modalities that you work with. Yeah, well, I'll start with the bioenergetics. So um, our body is both chemical electrical. And when you think we all have a chemical blueprint, that's really our DNA, but we also have an electrical blueprint. And that's what bioenergetics is all about. It's about reading the body's energy. So we know that on um, on a level of electrons or atoms, moving to molecules, cells, tissue, organs, they all vibrate, and they all vibrate at different levels. And this vibration determines its character and and also its function. And so our bodies are continually vibrating at subtle levels, moving energy and information through our connective tissue and also our environment. And so um, in China, over 5,000 years ago, they discovered that there were energy channels in the body that correlated with internal functions, and these were called meridians. Acupuncturists use these meridians to stimulate on the skin um, with needles on, on certain points to, to basically either bring energy in or to take energy down or to bring heat or dampness. And so they use different types of needles of different various sizes to help stimulate internally. Um, an acupressurist will also use those same um, meridians, but instead of using needles, they'll use pressure. And so reflexologists will use um, or they'll use pressure on the feet or even on the hands. Um, some will even do on the ears. And so this, this amazing, um, te- well, not really technology, but this amazing aspect of the body has been um, in the last 50 to 70 years been measured with computers. And so this information has carried on, like I said, for thousands of years. And now in the last... Uh, about 70 years, we've been able to measure that energy. And so that's what I do. I, I measure energy, and I measure energy in the body using various points, typically on the hands and feet, to, to figure out where that energy level is at, if it is balanced and strong, or if there's a weakness there, or possibly some inflammation. And so Part of my work is measuring points to see what areas in the body are out of balance. And then further, as we go back to the vibration aspect, every pathogen or toxin or substance has its own vibration. And so when we think of quantum physics, we know that a a virus, bacteria, will have a different vibration. So using bioenergetics kind of helps us guide us it's it's not um, a diagnostic, so it doesn't diagnose, but it helps to guide us in getting further information on what could potentially be interfering with the body or blocking some of these energy um, points. There are 12 
standard meridians, and these meridians are actually divided into yin and yang, or yin-yang, depending on who you talk to. And so there is mm-hmm. masculine and masculine and feminine meridians that we follow. So, um, so that's part of the energy. Uh, energy bioenergetic side but as a traditional naturopath what their philosophy is and what my philosophy is is that we incorporate natural remedies or natural nature to help benefit the body and bring it back into balance and so a naturopath also educates their their role is to pass knowledge and empower people to help their bodies naturally And so I use like herbs or enzymes, amino acids, amongst other things to help rebalance and restore the body and to get the energy back in a line while also rebuilding or or opening up channels to let go of um, items that no longer serve them. And so this practice, both the bioenergetic and the traditional naturopath side, they're they're non-invasive, um, and it's mm-hmm. really about helping people empower themselves. It does not diagnose, though. It doesn't diagnose disease, and it does not pre- prescribe medications. It's really empowering and rebuilding health naturally. Um, and so it's, it's great, but it's not um, recommended for acute trauma. So if there's been a serious automobile accident or um, childbirth emergency or corrective surgery, it's not for that. However, it is complementary, and so it can be used in addition to conventional allopathic um, medical care. Um, so it's, it's a great way of, of helping people restore their health naturally and really getting another perspective on how the body is functioning, not just chemically, which you would do from a standard medical side, but also energetically. Mm, Wow. That is powerful. And and it's even helped me understand a little bit more, I think in detail about, so I see that the, the bioenergetics really um, that technology tool that you have, um, you know, I can see now that um, that in, of, in itself is utilized by people who have had additional training, like for in your case as a naturopath, right? So it's like another tool mm-hmm. in your tool to help get get some clarity about where um, a person, um, what a person's issues may be, and where there's some blockage. And so that's that's really exciting. I love that. Um, I'm looking back at some of my I'm looking back at some of my notes and things that you said that I might want to just reiterate here. I love the part, you know, helping people empower themselves. And that really is um a couple things and when we talk about holistic care because I know Amber in my first see was it my first uh call I did a um process where I explained to people not only my journey but also the distinction between the conventional model and the holistic model in terms of worldview, really, because it's a different way of looking at the body. And, and mm-hmm. you've spoken a lot today of the holistic model. You're looking for the imbalances. You're, it's, it's not necessarily a diagnostic tool, what you're doing, but you're looking for what can you do to support the body to come back into a sense of harmony, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so um, – yep. What I love about that is that it's real honoring it's in, and it's empowering um, because then it, is, then it also then puts 
um, you know, allows people to work with the intelligence of their body in, in, the, in the healing process. And um, so let's say, for example, you know, you, someone comes in and you articulate some energy blockages and then you maybe prescribe or offer some of your supplements. And then let's say how long is it before they would come back to see you again for a follow-up? Um, and then what might you see, what might you do then? Yep. So there's different forms of energy blocks too. So there's um, physical, meaning there's toxins or infections or deficiencies or even some structural, um, you know, blocks. So when when those are present, usually if someone were to um, take some like herbs or enzymes, typically four weeks after like the initial appointment is when they really start to shift and change because that allows the body enough time to start cleaning itself and rebuilding. Some cells rebuild within three days and some are three months. And so it just depends on where the body is at. Um, But most cases, I would say people start to see those subtle changes within the first week. And but by after a month, they're at like a whole new level. And so when that happens, usually there's a second appointment to see, is the body still dealing with the same items it was the first month because they're deeply embedded? Or is this an, a new level and now we're taking a different uh, path? And so at that time, it's a great point to reevaluate and then to basically get new direction because the body, it, it shifts. When you provide it what it needs, it makes big changes very quickly. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, so then I would imagine then the second time they come in, then you would then again look using the bioenergetic technology you have is again to see what mm-hmm. what has shifted so it can inform um, it can inform the process moving forward. Yeah, is that correct? Yes. Okay, yep, as well as is. of course other feeling and all of that. Well, that is so exciting. Um, let me see if there's other questions I have on that. Um, I also meant you also mentioned earlier about the standard meridians, Amber, and the yin and yang, and you said twelve standard. Is there twelve, um, both you know twelve yin, twelve yang, or is it um, are they just is there six of each then? How does that go? Well, so there are many points. So there's twelve standard meridians originally discovered and they're all on um let's see here there's the yin meridians which consist of the lung heart and pericardium and then there's the yang meridians which are um, consisting of the arm and like large intestine small intestine and triple burner so there are different meridians both on the hands and feet but outside of those 12 so those were the standard 12 there have been additional ones that have been discovered and they, they okay. said that primarily there's six yang and six yin. So you have an equal, you know, male, female. But the reality is, is there's over 2,000 different points now that we measure um, on these meridian lines. Wow. The, the yin, which is primarily the female, it's, it's considered like the female meridians, those are a lot of the meridians mm-hmm. that um, flow from 
from the feet up. And then there are yang meridians that flow from the head down. So it just depends on where the energy flow is coming from. And this can actually be, yeah, it is interesting, but this can be displayed in um, the way that Chinese medicine also looks at the earth. Like Mother Earth is the nurture feminine, and then like the sun is more of the male, um, you know, yang dominant. Mm -hmm. So that's how the energy flows within the body. I love it. It's so, so, so very interesting. That is so neat. Um, And I think even bringing in like, for example, like another, um, I think of like working with my chiropractor, for example, who uses kinesiology. So I'm almost thinking that Mm -hmm. his tool of reading the body is through kinesiology, which is muscle testing, versus Mm -hmm. your tool of reading the body is through the bioenergetics that you have technology, Mm -hmm. correct? Would you say that there's any difference there? I mean, it's just a different way of reading the body's energy system and other things? So I love kinesiology and the fact that you can see the muscles actually change. Like the muscle, if you put something in the circuit, um, the body becomes weaker if the body does not agree with it or it truly makes the body weaker. And yet if it makes the body balanced and strong, um, whether you're using like the arm test or the tip test or, you know, there's a lot of different um, forms of it. That same philosophy goes with the bioenergetics, though, because when we put something, um, I call it the circuit, but when you put something in or on the body, it's going to do one of two things. It's going to balance you or make you weaker. So the same philosophy modalities are very comparable. Okay, okay. Very interesting. Yeah, that... So do you ever utilize that at all, or is it just um, when you, in your practice, do you do that muscle testing? I do. I do use kinesiology. I, um, I use more of the computer aspect um, because it takes me out of the equation as, you know, being the conduit or the tool. Um, when, when working with a kinesiologist, I, I truly enjoy using it personally and for others, but depending on who's who's doing the kinesiology and how clean they are as a tool will also determine or affect the results that one gets. So um, you really have to be non-biased in doing kinesiology and not interested in like the outcome. So using the computers, Mm. I'm out of the equation altogether. And so it truly is just reading your body and understanding where your body is at but I, I love both forms. So I, and I do use both forms in some levels, but, but primarily it is all using um, the bioenergetic technology. And, and I have different forms, which is great because I can double check my work. If one, I, I actually scan on two different systems now to make sure that, um, that it, it's pairing up and both are accurate, which, you know, they always are. But it's great to have another form of getting information. And sometimes one will provide a little bit more than the other, and then sometimes it's vice versa. So it's great to offer that as, um, as another option for people. And, and, and also it gathers information a little bit differently, but they both read and scan the body non-biasedly, which is great. Yeah, that's I love that I love that aspect of it because you're right. Mm-hmm. It has to be a clean that in order to get the to get the full to get the full clean message. Um, and so I love that. That's a wonderful aspect of your of your tools. 
Um, so I'm wondering now, if you think about um, the people that you're serving, now we talk about, as you mentioned even, uh, that energy blocks can be, you know, physical, chemical, um, and I'm thinking mental and emotional, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. So whether it's an outside toxin, you know, something that's ingested, or if it's um, a mental pattern or emotional pattern or something, um, is in your experience, you know, what are... Um, the patterns that you most likely see is there is there like a any common threads that you'd like to that would be maybe relevant for our audience of of wise women? Oh yes, you know in this practice I've seen a lot of patterns that run because the body is as we look at it in the holistic realm is all interconnected, and so if you have let's say a parasite on a physical level. A lot of times we have parasites in the emotional and spiritual and mental level as well. And that's a really common one because truly a parasite is something that lives off of you and does not feed you or give back to you. And I've seen that in people who having relationships that do not feed them, do they do not feed their soul or, or raise their vibration. Um, and so that's probably one of a really common one as well. Um, but there, mm. there are definitely more because there's always an interconnection. And when I work with people too, I, I do tell them that as you heal physically, there's a good mm-hmm. chance that you're going to also heal emotionally and mentally. And so as you change physically, mm-hmm. things in your life may change as well. But just be aware of that. But it's all for your greater good, and that's why you're here, and that's why I'm, I'm here to help you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's a great explanation. I love it, again, because the holistic model, again, looks at um, that there's it, – it makes sense, though, you know, when you talk about, you know, what a parasite does. You know, when I think that the holistic way is about looking to see how is – how am I a mirror, <laughs> basically, mm-hmm. you know, for you – know, you know, how is my life a mirror for how I'm treating myself or how I'm living my life whether that's relationally, physically, emotionally, right? And so, and, and again, this is this is a way to to observe without judgment. I know there's automatic, sometimes there's going to be automatic judgment, and it's not, that's not the point. The point is to see, um, you know, what is trying to get my attention right now. And, I, and that, I, I've talked about that a lot in the show, too, that the body is just simply trying, whether wherever the imbalance is coming up, whether we're feeling the challenge relationally, emotionally, um, mentally, physically, that it's just the body, the soul's way of trying to come through to try to get us to look at something and to work through it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I think that's beautiful. Go ahead. (laughs) Did you have anything else to add? No. Yeah. Well, and um, a lot of times it has the same vibration. And so going back into energy medicine, if we energetically have people that are um, attaching to us that are not feeding us, a lot of times it will manifest in the physical. And so there's a lot of studies now that say it almost starts on the mental, uh, the mental level and the emotional level before it ever gets to the physical. And so it's, you know, it's another way to honor your body and ask and reflect where in my life is this also affecting me, you know, and taking from me that shouldn't be. I love that because that is that is the the key. I think something, the distinction that I 
have had um, heard that before too, where really the physical layer, once it's come to the physical layer, it's already been going on in the others, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. isn't that true that the physical layer is kind of the last layer that the soul is trying to speak to us through um, and trying to maybe get our attention? Would you agree with that? I I would. I actually had this conversation with a gal in Salt Lake City just last week, and she's a psychologist in Colorado. And she said, truly, the physical doesn't come into play. Um, and most disease is like 5% physical. It's always started on some other level first. And so I, mm. I just find that fascinating. I find the mind-body connection just so immensely intertwined and, again, just amazing. So, you know, it's I as love- you get awareness in your body, you know, things can change. But, and when you know it's there, then you can really look and reflect, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I think that um, I think that's so powerful. And I mean, I think even with what I have had in the last, you know, couple of weeks, um, something. And I know my chiropractor explained it too, interestingly, um, that it was something opening. So, so often, you know, both you know, my listeners and you know, I'm also a trained therein, right? And so, it's really mm-hmm. interesting. The last 20 more years, I've also been studying the holistic model. So, I kind of straddle both. Um, but what I yeah. find so interesting is even though he'll make the connection, you know, he always goes to the emotional. And um, it's still funny because our cultural, our cultural, um, I should say, bent is still so much on the thinking that, oh, if I just change, you know, something that I'm doing, <laughs> you know, like, or, or, you know, what did I do wrong? Or, you know, um, but I think that, I think that what's, what was interesting to me as he described it as something, there was a, there was maybe a release of something emotionally, and it opened up an old infection. And mm-hmm. so so often you think, oh, I caught a bug, right? And you know the immunity is down or whatever. And it's really that, wow, really. So I opened up something that's been there, that you know I think to the aspect of I mentioned earlier when maybe something happened at a time we didn't process it effectively, and then. Then he says, you know, what happens then is it gets, that area is blocked and the body can't really process it. And it mm-hmm. just was just really interesting, that philosophy. So so you have anything to add to that? I think uh, I'm being a bit, you know, just really being transparent with something that I've just been dealing with in the last couple of weeks. It was one, and then that was I was resolving that one. And then now you can hear the last one was related to my sinuses. But he says it was connected to my pancreas. So I find uh-huh. it so fascinating. Oh, definitely. I, um, well, even for me personally, so here doing this show today, I woke up this morning, or I woke up this morning, and I feel like I had some pressure on my throat. And I'm like, well, this is odd. Like, I'm not sick. And what is this? And when I actually tuned in to listen to what it was saying, it said, my voice wants to be heard. And I want to be heard on a uh, state level and national level, but when it came to world level, like I, I had like some fear and even my throat like physically kind of closed on me. And so I honored where I was at and just, you know, gave thanks for, for notifying and then kept basically kind of talked myself through it. Like, we're gonna, it's just going to be yeah. fine. Um, but, but it did show up <laughs> for me too. And it, it shows up for everyone. But it does. And you, I know. I love yeah, it. And I think you, that let's be with that because it is because you know we are on this journey and we're helping others with their healing process. Mm-hmm. We're still healing too. You know, this is a this is we're all in this together. 
We really are, and it's an ongoing journey. And I love that because that's an example of how similar to, you know, like, um, you know, it's experience, right? You know, like, so, so, so this talk was planned, right? And then you wake up this morning mm-hmm. and it's, you had no idea you were going to wake up with that. It's like, oh, the body's informing yeah. you something about something you weren't aware of, you know, and I loved mm-hmm. the way that you did to it. So that's the key. It's like, and this is, I do a lot with mindfulness with this audience and it's about how do we just, you know, how do we, how do we just um, listen to what's coming with this, with with sense of compassion and 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 really for the wisdom that it has within it within the message I love that yeah it's well and here's what what I've also realized if you don't address it the first time it shows up it gets yeah. bigger and the next time it shows right. up it's going to be bigger than the first time and so. The beautiful part is you're going to have a lot of opportunities to learn from it until you actually address it and and, yeah. and honor wherever it is. So like, that's the biggest thing, too. I think part of this whole transitional aspect and helping each other is honor wherever you're at. It's okay. Right. Wherever you are, it's okay to be where you are because you're meant to be there at this moment in time. But you're given right. the opportunity and the gift to change if you're ready to change. Yeah. And 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 it's it's available. So, yes. Yeah, I love that. I, I think I love. I think I want to just um, add to that part about wherever you are, because I believe that. And even when you know, when I'm still, you know, if I'm working in the conventional model of you know working with people, for example, doing health coaching with people who are working with conventional physicians, and I really honoring. But what I more, most likely honor my the way I approach and and and. Um, what I offer people is where they're at. And they're like, you know, what's the questions mm-hmm. they're asking me, right? And I think cause I, I, to that point, I believe that whatever, you know, checking in with your body, you know, because this is an evolutionary process of what, what, what we come to and what we're ready for. So I always say whatever brings you peace is what's right for you right now. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you're listening, here's something that's really new and it, it, you're not quite sure about it yet, let it simmer, you know, <laughs> if this couldn't be a new concept. But I also say the best way um, to really know is to experience it. Because I remember those first, you know, the first times I experienced like even kinesiology and I was like, whoa, <laughs> okay, I'm sold. It's, you know, because it's like it was such a wise thing. I mean, it was such an amazing thing to feel and to observe um, that there's nothing like experience. And so, um, so I love that. And I love the holistic model in the sense of listening to the body, trying to tune in to the wisdom of the body. And um, I do believe there are times in, in a place for conventional medicine. We both agree with that. Mm-hmm. And yet a lot of the things, so there, there's, I think, too much being managed by conventional medicine that's actually squelching these signals, right, um, and not really allowing for the soul, um, you know, for the soul, which is kind of begging to be, you know, is trying to get these messages across to say, hey, hello, and I think sometimes they're squelched, um, and the real root isn't really the really root cause or the real issue isn't always dealt with, and that's the part that's challenging for me, um, for people, mm-hmm. when I see that happening. Yeah. You're so right in that the body heals itself. And in, in, in my, you know, I'm in the healing arts, but I help 
guide people, but the real healing happens for them, like that you heal your own body and you listen to your own body and using different modalities like kinesiology or bioenergetics helps you listen and hear deeper and, and sometimes connects dots to what you may be thinking or not even aware of altogether. And so I, I love that. And I love being able to incorporate all different types of modalities because people are going to resonate with what works for them and their body and where their body is at too. So it's just wherever you are is where you are and, and you will grow. And that's part of all the, the great um, lessons we've learned too in talking today is that we emotionally grow and we physically grow and we spiritually grow. (laughs) And it's just, you know, the whole adage of like, if you stop learning or if you stop learning and growing, you're dead. It's true because every day you learn something and you grow. So yeah, it's, it's so good. True. It's so true. Well, um, I also wanted to ask you before um, we move towards the end here, we still have some time, but I wanted for you, since, you know, the core aspect of the women, you know, I'm serving women in, in transition and predominantly, and I'm just wondering, is there anything that you're noticed, that you've noticed in working um with women, and, I, and again, a lot of what I do is around self-care. And did you notice anything mm-hmm. that you might want to say to support our community around, um, you know, your work with women? Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that I see as most common issues in working with women are digestive issues. I would say that's mm-hmm. the most common, and, and 85, probably 90% of what I initially work with someone on is digestive issues. And the reason that is is because, you know, digestion really comprises of three main functions. The first one being breakdown, um, how well we break down the foods we eat. And first off, they should be healthy and nutritious foods to begin with because we need those nutrients to fuel our body to move forward. Um, The second is that those nutrients that break down need to be transferred within the body. And then third, they need to be absorbed on a cellular level. And if one of those components is not working properly, we don't have perfect digestion. And this is so fundamental because everything else in the body is really dependent on the digestive system um, because that is how we rebuild, restore. It's also with hormones. A lot of the questions I get with women is about hormone and hormone function and balance and using that same concept of, you know, breakdown, transfer, and absorption, that also applies to hormone function. But instead of like Mm -hmm. the breakdown, it's create, you know, create, transfer, and absorb. But, in order to create, you need to have the nutrients that you broke down, transferred, and absorbed prior. And so that's probably the biggest thing, most common issue that I work with um, for women. Wow. That's beautiful. And I think even on, you know, I think, well, in, in, well isn't di- digestion on an emotional level is just about mm-hmm. um, we're processing life, how we're digesting. <laughs> it's emotion. Yeah. And for the emotional component, what would you say that it's mostly usually about? It's because um, I know when I was even younger, that was I was so affected by my di- my my digestion and you know getting upset stomachs, you know. And it was always and I then I realized it, you know that I could um, 
it was about stress. Mm-hmm. For me at the time, you know, that was the big component of it. Yeah, the you're very right in that too. It's a very much an emotional center for us. I am working with people. One of my first questions is, where do you hold your stress physically? And I a lot of times get the shoulders or the stomach. And the stomach is just so so common because part of even our emotional or mental function, I should say, like our GABA neurotransmitter for happy is produced in the gut. And if we're binding and holding on to things, it can affect every level of the body. And so um, I actually have individuals just touch your own stomach and see is it is it tense is it tight and and ask yourself is this physical or is this emotional because you can again connect to the emotional physical mental spiritual all together just by like finding points on your body that aren't uh, loose or um, or in full movement if they're tight or sore or tender it tells you that there's something there (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for that. Okay, so let's, um, why don't you now move in, um, Amber, as we look to close today, how can people best reach you? Yeah, um, the best way to reach me is probably by going to my website, which is opulentnaturalhealth.com, or emailing me at amber at Opulence, spelled O-P-U-L-E-N-T, naturalhealth.com. And that's the best way currently to get a hold of me is by either going to my website and to the contact, contact us page or um, emailing me directly. Awesome. Well, it's just been such a joy and a pleasure to have you here today. Um, I'm so excited and, and I just... You know, I'm just so grateful for our friendship and our relationship and and just I'm so happy for the work that you're doing in the world. Um, And it's such an inspiration. Yeah, I just really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much once again for being here. Thank you. I'm honored to be here and I'm honored to share what wisdom and knowledge I have with you and everyone that is listening. So thank you. Awesome. Well, there you go, listeners. What another awesome um, conversation today. I'm really hoping and I'm sure that you really enjoyed that. Um, just as a heads up for um, for next month, for November and December, um, I'm not quite sure yet what's coming for those two months' shows. I'm just listening and listening to my own intuition and um, about what's coming, so stay tuned. Um, and then, as, as always, you can reach me at CoachTreese.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-T-E-R-E-S-E.com. Um, you can also reach me at Therese at CoachTreese.com would be my email. And my phone is 612-501-1806. Well, again, um, take care of yourself. And I really um, just wish you all the best in your journey. Know that you're right where you need to be, and we are here if you need any additional support. Be well. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.